It's Paisley Stew. Talking to my sock, baby. <laughs> hey, this is Steve. And this is Jason. We invited some friends over to read our screenplay of a film that will probably never be made. It's based on our early life and even includes original songs we wrote and recorded back in the day. This is raw, uncut and far from perfect. Our friends were reading the script for the first time and there are stuff-ups and diversions galore. There's the occasional canned laughter in the bits that we thought were hilarious and nobody else did. Or when Steve told me to. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. We, we hope, hope you enjoy, enjoy our masterpiece, masterpiece as, as much as we do. Paisley Stew! It's the late 80s. Suburban Melbourne, Australia. Stew is bored and just disenchanted. He has big dreams but no means of realising them. Then he stumbles upon his neighbour's intriguing world. JD's life bursts with creativity, chaos and dysfunction. This is exactly the spark Stu needs. As their unlikely friendship grows, the pair navigates musical highs and lows, murky family dramas, tricky romances, snails, and even the fantastical realm of the supernatural. Will Stu keep his head as things become stranger, deadlier, and darker in this delightful retro tragic comedy? In the words of his sleazy workmate, Kurt, Stu's a bit of a dickhead. But he knows what he wants. Bushland. Afternoon. Camera slowly sweeps over a naked female torso. Moving up from her hand past her hip to her neck, we see dark matted hair threaded with twigs and leaves. Stew's house. Kitchen. Morning. Stew boils the kettle. Chris enters looking slightly dishevelled. Stu looks up, guarded. Chris? Morning. Kappa? Sure. Been so long. How do you have it? Butt muncher. Turd gobbler. (laughs) Say Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote this stuff? Jeez. (laughs) So how's Justine? Hmm. Didn't work out. I heard you last night. Good song. Oh, thanks. JD and I have been making some music together. You and JD, eh? How'd that happen? Chris begins tapping slowly on the table, indicating slight defensiveness. Oh, just happened. Stu senses he needs to build a bridge. Oh, we're doing a song you and JD used to do. Queen Elizabeth? Chris's tapping increases in volume and pace, putting Stu on edge. Oh, really? Yeah, you sound pretty good too. (laughs) And I suppose you're calling yourselves Tangled Eve? Stu spills sugar over the counter, rattled. He slumps his shoulders. So you're stealing my friends, my songs, and my band name. Hey, there's a girl in Cooperpedia who apparently likes boys now. Do you want her too? Stu is exasperated, <laughs> uncomfortable. Stu, uh, Chris's tapping has now increased to a feverish pace. Tension is high. Stu places a cup on the table in front of Chris, who is tapping louder and more frequently now. We were missing you, Chris. We were at a loss. Even though you took off, 
I suppose we're still trying to find a way to include you, all right? Chris pauses mid-tap. A moment of thoughtful silence. Then she reaches across and picks up her cup. Hilary and Ron stand in the doorway. They've heard the entire conversation. Welcome back, Chris. Anyone want breakfast? <laughs> Forgot how she sounded. <laughs> it's been so Just long like since we met Hillary. <laughs> Hi, Hillary. I'll have some breakfast. <laughs> Canvas Factory. Day. Series of shots set to a strong mid-paced industrial music, musical accompaniment as if created by the machines in the factory. Stu is drawing a Tangled Eve logo with snails and vines. Shot of a window, cassette recorder, Julie, tea bag dipping up and down, stencil, Kurt, punching holes in canvas, final shot, Stu's drawing for filling or filling with vibrant animated colour. JD's house, bedroom. The rhythm from the last scene carries over, becoming Queen Elizabeth. Stu and JD play to the sampled beats on a reel-to-reel machine. Chris walks in, nods to JD, sits at the drum kit and begins to play along with the song. JD and Stu look at each other, approvingly. JD's garage, roof, day. JD, Stu and Chris sit atop JD's wisteria-covered garage. They are still buzzing after the success of their Queen Elizabeth recording. Chris and JD are smoking cigarettes and Chris rolls a spliff. Man, that was awesome. Stu and Chris both nod enthusiastically. That song never sounded so good. Tangled Eve! Mmm, Tangled Eve, eh? So, what's a Tangled Eve anyway? Chris blows out a long plume of smoke, then smiles. Well, it was a while back. I was tripping off my head on mushrooms, as you do. I went walking. The moon was really bright. I got lost. It was getting late. I panicked, tried to find my way home. But I got tangled up in something. I must have fallen asleep and something, somebody shook me awake. Chris lights the joint from the butt of her cigarette, then flicks the butt. She takes a long drawer and hands it to Stu. Stu declines and passes it to JD. Chris Chris breathes out slowly. Her name was Eve. She helped me escape. She told me she would always look out for me. JD takes a long toke. Suddenly Roy's head pops up, completely freaking out Stu and Chris, who attempt to wave the smoke away. JD just smiles and hands the joint to his dad. Thanks, son. (laughs) Roy takes a drawer and hands the joint to Stu, who looks doubtful but takes a tentative puff anyway. So, I'm doing sound for a battle of the bands tomorrow night. Double penetration. Just pulled out. You want to replace him? Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) After a moment, everyone begins to giggle. (laughs) It was a bit bit more appropriate. We knew what was coming. (laughs) The dope having kicked in, the camera follows the wisteria along. Down the side of the garage, 
slowly it morphs into. Paisley Stew is sponsored by Owsley Burrows. Owsley Burrows. Owsley Burrows. Half man, half animal, half legend. to our normal programming. A community hall, Battle of the Bands, night. It morphs into into a microphone cable. Ending at a microphone on top of a mic stand, Daz's mouth singing into it. This is the night of Battle of the Bands. Tangled Eve, a side stage, still giggling. Renee is with them. JD is mocking the current band, a glam metal outfit. They are led by Dazza, Penelope's boyfriend, who is singing into the aforementioned mic. The audience, including Penelope, is very enthusiastic. The band end their song on a huge crescendo. The audience goes apeshit. Be ready for the second song, okay? No luckers. The MC enters the stage, pumping his fists. Oh, who's the MC? <laughs> we haven't signed an MC. Oh. Who wants to be an MC? Maddie, you want Bo, Maddie? Bo, Maddie? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 Exactly what we had in mind. Yeah. <laughs> side, sta- side stage, JD nudges Stu. We beat him to it. Now, would you welcome to the stage a brand new band from the hills. This is their first gig ever. Will you give it up for Tangled Eve? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Stu and JD with Chris behind walk out. Their world has become saturated with vibrant colour. The crowd roars wildly. This, of course, is all in their imagination. Cut to the actual crowd and their lukewarm response. (laughs) Hilary and Ron are present, clapping enthusiastically, looking out out of place and slightly self-conscious. The majority of the audience is dressed in black T-shirts with heavy metal motifs. There is plenty of flannel. <laughs> Roy looks happy to see the band, giving them the thumbs up behind the mixing desk. The band take their positions. Chris, Chris is wearing a t-shirt with an apple motif, holding her drumsticks aloft. One, two, three, four. Each band member plays a different song to general embarrassment. <laughs> there is sniggering from the crowd. Each member glares at each other. One, two, three, four. Again, each plays a different song. <laughs> Never let me down, losers. One, two, three, four. The band launches into Never Let Me Down. It is big and powerful, very riffy. The audience reacts positively. Tangled E have redeemed themselves. Roy turns to Dazza, who is sitting down with Penelope. Keep your eyes on the apple. 
The Apple design bobs up and down on Chris's t-shirt. On stage, Renee is pulling the mic stand further away from Stu as he tries to sing into the mic. He becomes quite concerned when his guitar lead has reached its full length. Slowly, Renee pushes the stand back to the centre of the stage. The audience is positive, thinking it is all part of the act. The song is a rousing success. We're Tangled Eve, and that was our first song. We love you all! <laughs> Chris rolls her eyes. One, two, three, four. JD and Chris launch into a punkish, angry, fast song. Stu looks concerned and approaches JD. Where's Renee? Stu steps away, gesturing to stretch it out. After a worrying pause, Renee appears on stage, still looking mischievous, holding a huge milkshake with a long curly straw. Stu glares at her, kicking her up the bum as she walks past. F sharp minor, E, D, C sharp. As Renee takes her position at the keyboard, she trips over Stu's amp, amp lead, pulling it out. Stu attempts to strum a chord, but hears nothing. More laughter from the crowd. Looking perplexed, he tracks down the source of the problem, rectifies it, and glares again at Renee. Stu gives Chris the nod that he is about to begin, and the song ramps up powerfully. Croydon Community Hall, car park, Roy's truck, night. Tangled Eve's last song continues, but is now playing off cassette in the cabin of the truck. (laughs) The chorus containing the lyrics, people like you are just a bad memory, can be clearly heard. Stu, Chris and Penelope chat post-gig with Hilary and Ron. Renee is asleep behind them, bundled up in a blanket. Best gig ever! Our first gig ever. Oh, oh, right. oh mate. Yeah, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice snappy beat. Mm. Roy dumps a crate of leads on the back of the truck and pushes it in. He departs. Yeah, Chris. Nice snappy beat. Still feel I was roped into it. Well, you could have said no. <laughs> Why would I? JD and Dazza appear, carrying a large, heavy speaker box. The conversation pauses while they load it up into the truck, with Chris's help. Dazza jumps up to pull the speaker in as JD pushes up from ground level. Hey guys, we're great tonight! Yeah, but not as great as us. Penelope jumps up and embraces Dazza. You guys were awesome! As JD and Stu roll their eyes, Renee's head emerges from the blankets. Get a room, you two! <laughs> Hilary steps forward. We're oh. going home now. <laughs> Anyone want to lift? Uh, I need to stick around here and pack up first. I'll come. Come on, Sprog, you too. Stu's parents leave with Penelope and Renee to general goodbyes and congratulations. Joy, oh, Roy, <laughs> Joy returns and... Joy does return. And Roy returns as well. <laughs> With Joy. All right, pub's about to close. Creek, day. 
Chris is strumming a mandolin, singing the second verse of a raw, wistful song. Change your ways. <laughs> Cut it out if you need to. JD and Stu vocalise in the background. So are we going to do this one on the show? On the again. So are we going to do this one on the show? Nah, people like you are just a bad memory. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, Chris. Chris. Wake up. No, Christmas stone. Um, nah, listen. I'm working on something that's going to be kick ass. I can see it. Smoke, lights, cameras. This song's made for the TV. Cool. Stu shrugs. Why not? That's me. It's funny because right, right here is where we used to come to pretend we were actually on TV doing our Indiana Jones adventures. No way. Why? <laughs> I never saw you as the maiden in distress type. I was always indie. <laughs> <laughs> so where was I when all this madness was going on? Five years older. Ooh, burn. <laughs> <laughs> JD's house, front garden, day. Stew's POV. He walks across an empty, silent garden. There is an ominous feeling in the air. As he approaches the house, Roy's muffled, aggressive voice can be heard. Stu pauses, weighing up an unexpected situation. <laughs> After a moment, he slowly walks to the door and knocked. Knocks. Joy. Oh, joy. Roy. <laughs> Roy. Roy swings the door open. A maniacal grin on his face. A cigarette juts from his mouth. Stu, great to see you. Come in, I'll get you a drink. Roy sweeps out of the smoke-filled room to get Stu a rum. Stu's slowly... uh, Stu, Stu's slow... Stu, slowly... Oh, typo. That's a, typo. T- typo. Stu slowly looks around the room to see Aileen, JD, still in school uniform, and Renee cowering on the couches, shell shocked. Stu's gay. Fo- <laughs> 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 Oh, he's been oh, out there. There's no judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll add a Z and see if it changes the meaning. Um, Stu, Stu's gaze. Too late. Too late. Stu's gaze. I'm feeling feelings I haven't had before. Finally settles on Penelope. Separate, holding in her jumper. Hiding in her jumper, <laughs> weeping. Um, my brain. I think my brain's frying. I, I reckon. Well, I'll, I'll finish. How about I, like, because what are we at? Thirty nine. I think we'll have to because I actually de- I can't keep doing it. So um, I'll uh, I'll do a couple more pages. Alrighty. Yeah. So uh, finally settles on Penelope, separate, hiding in her jumper, weeping. Stu looks at JD and mouths. Are you okay? We'll be fine. Roy bounds back in, holding a drink out to Stu. He also has one for himself. So, I hear you guys are going to be on TV. That's great. 
Yeah, great. Uh, look, I've got to go. Uh, dinner time. Stu takes a big gulp of rum and turns to JD. I just came to see when we're doing that recording session. Tomorrow night after school. All right, see ya. Stu hurriedly puts the glass down, splashing rum everywhere, and bolts out the door. Slam. Stu's garage. Same afternoon. Stu walks in, still reeling from what he has seen at JD's. Chris is having a sly smoke before dinner. There is a stack of dead lawn mowers and mower parts in plain view, as well as a table tennis table and cassette players. Just come from JD's. You never believe what I saw. Roy. Yeah. How'd you know? No, I've seen it all before. So what do we do? Well, all we can do really is just be there for JD when he needs us. Sounds familiar. Chris looks confused. Like Mum and Dad were there for you. Chris pauses, looking thoughtful. She flicks her cigarette butt out the door. She lights another, then takes a deep breath out, filling the garage with smoke. Yep, got myself into a bit of trouble there. Seems like it. Not a nice feeling having scumbags coming around here demanding money. Sorry, I hate that I put you guys in that position. Well, Mum and Dad paid them. We won't hear from them again. So... How did you end up owing so much money? Uh, I went walking along the narrow gauge train line up past Barra Grove and I spotted a dope crop just off the track. I couldn't believe my luck. I came back later with a couple of garbage bags and <laughs> grabbed the lot. <laughs> uh, Chris pauses and blows out a long breath of smoke. So I dried it, called up all my friends and shared the love. That's three days I'll never get back. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, word got out and the growers tracked me down. So how does Justine fit into this? Well, she was offered work in Cooper Pedy and I couldn't stick around here because, you know, too dangerous. So I just took off. Oh, and then you come in as Hillary. <laughs> Dinner time! <laughs> Split personality. <laughs> sure many. Stu nods with understanding. Puts a hand on Chris's shoulder and gestures. Let's go in. It's Steve and Jason again. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Paisley Stew. If you feel any kind of urge to get in touch with us, send an email to paisleystew at gmail.com. No dick pics. <laughs> Thanks to our friends Bo, Matt, Belinda, Jane and Cam. And thank you for listening. listening.